Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Friday, June 19th. 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, kids, here we go. The weekend edition of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. Cam Stewart's roaming around Canada somewhere. What are you doing, man? Hanging in there, Brian. Yeah, I just wanted to want these things to get back. You just got to tell uh, some of these idiots uh, out, out there in the world, hey, turkeys, here's a tip. If you just come around, you know, breathe all over people, lick them, do whatever. Yeah, we're not going to have sports forever. So, like, just figure this out. Let's go. We got to get back to reality here, Brian. But uh, people, I get it. It's Times times can be tough, but you got you to gotta break through it. We got to show discipline or else we're not going to have sports for a long time. Well, oh, that... Man. Now, now, the only thing that scares me is, you know, at some point, uh, when is Dr. Fauci going to say that there are going to be droplets on the ice? You uh, know what? I'm going to defend Dr. Fauci. Oh, Everyone please. thinks he's a turkey. It's not, no, no. He's not a turkey. He's a good guy. He nice, seems like a nice man. He just, he's, a, he's the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. People, you got to listen to this guy. He not, knows better than okay. it, It's not him. It's all the wing baskets. I mean, literally, Cam. You know, let's get a let's get a pitcher of beer and invite Dr. Fauci and play a game of three oh one in and out. I mean, he the guy's throwing darts with the best of them. He, you know, and and well, Doctor Doctor Fauci said that you can't have oatmeal with your sausage in the morning. I'll never do it. You know, it's like what everything this guy says is is you know. Let's see, hey Doctor Fauci, what are you going to do today? Well, I think I think football's done. <laughs> God, listen, Brian, they have 13 players on the Longhorns testing positive. The governor wanted 25% and then he doubles down and go, yeah, we'll have 50, 50% stadium capacity. You got 24 guys on the Texas Longhorns with coronavirus. Really? Like, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm going to take a different approach here. You're my, you're my pal. And I want to see things go on too, but people are morons. They don't listen. They can't help themselves. They're in the Ozarks getting naked with each other in pools no, oh, and partying oh, wait, and using no, wait, the same see. funnel. Like it's oh, a, oh, okay. See, so so the Ozark thing's okay, or they're idiots, the Ozark thing. Listen, you're in the middle of we just reopened stuff. You had all these protests, and of yeah, the protests are dumb. Or of course there's gonna be an uptick in this stuff, right? But this guy when this guy sit here and professes yep, football's done in a second wave, like that's three months away. No, we have to. We we have to at least play. I'm not saying put it on the shelf. I'm just saying be smarter, people. Like let's listen. Well, let's do let's do things so we don't so we have sports this year instead of in the next two or three years. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, buddy, I love you. I'm just telling you. You know how it is. I just think a lot of people just go. Oh no, it's okay. Every no, it's not okay. Of course, it's, just, it's not you know, okay. Like it's. I don't know. I just think people like they just don't want to listen anymore. Oh, my life has been turned upside down for for three or four months. Big deal. What do you do? You go wear a mask at the grocery store and in public places. Deal with it. Who cares? I like your 
your stick to itiveness there, bud. But yeah, everybody's world's been turned upside down. I mean, it ain't pretty. It ain't yeah, pretty on but it's going to get turned upside down more if you keep on acting like morons, because there will be a second and well, third. I, 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 yeah, I, that's my point. That's yeah, well, my your point. point. Your point is well taken. Yes, um, I, my, there's my, empirical data that backs up my point. That's the thing. Uh, right? I, I, that's the end. Hey, thanks for joining us. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a show. Welcome, welcome to Doctor Fauci. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I listen. I've known hey, you. Come on, Brian. Like you I, know no, what? We, I, we, we, me and you are good friends. But this is good. We never no, argue. I usually, I, just I, laugh at your bad I jokes and I crack bad I, jokes. I, I, I can debate. See, that's I, we can debate anything. We could just say. I'm no, just let's saying, talk hockey. I agree. No, I'm just saying. Let me, me finish. I'm saying the show's over. I've known you 15 years. You're not that smart. You throw you start throwing words around like empirical data. I'm shutting this down. I got to tell you, Brian, it's been the weirdest thing. Like since coronavirus, you got um, smarter. Yeah, yeah. No, even Marenzi told me we're doing the show. He goes, everybody's struggling except for Cam. And I hate to say this, they call me Fat Stacks on the network now. I hit three NASCAR bets in a row. I had Hamlin last week. I hit a golf winner at Burger at seventy to one. I don't know what the hell is going on in my life, but like, yeah, you're right. Like people are like. What the hell's going on with Cam? All of a sudden, like, I'm Kreskin? I'm telling you, coronavirus has been weird. Like, I don't understand. Like, financially, you know, it's been good for me. Like, with betting. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 have, no, I have no data to back this up or why it's happening, Brian, but usually don't get a cold streak during a pandemic, uh, a hot streak during a pandemic. When, when's, the, <laughs> when's the last pandemic you were tracking your bets? It's a good point, but I'm saying I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing better in the pandemic. <laughs> I feel oh, like a complete God. dick. Oh, no, got guys at the, at the station. Hey, fat stacks. How you doing? You got a NASCAR winner. I'm like, I barely even like, I'm not going to lie to you. I watch NASCAR. It's not my favorite sport, but like, I don't know what's going on, Brian. You said it though. The world is topsy turvy upside down. What's black is white. You know, smart people are stupid. Uh, wing bats are getting smarter. Like it, it's it's a crazy, crazy time I, in our I, world, friend. Well, hey, listen. Then, then maybe you know, just to give a ray of hope, you know, I'll start watching the news every night. It'll be you know, there's been a spike in 19 states. Uh, buffets have been closed. Uh, two sports have been canceled. And Cam hit a Premier League game. <laughs> I did have the under in Sheffield United. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> Anyway, let's, hey, Brian, let's, uh, no, but about the buffets, you're right. Like, I got an issue with that. Like, even before COVID-19, like, the, the clowns that we've seen at the buffet, you need a spray guard. You need plexi. Oh, by the way, just because it impacts you, and then we'll get on to our listeners. Sorry, yes. folks, you got to choke on this. No, no, it's, yeah, it's a different. Well, uh, Cam, there's no games, so, you Cam, know. Cam is an eating machine. Uh, b- buffet is quite possibly, if, if you had uh, five your five favorite words in the English language buffet would be one of them. Wings, now, wings, yeah, wings, beer, beer vodka, buffet, bets. Okay. But buffets in there, the buffets now pick force. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I, I would, this would be a pay-per-view event because you go to the buffets and they serve you at the table. Like you tell them what you want. You know, and you'd be sitting there go, pile it high, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. You know me. More. Start, just give, and, give him the and, and as he Or. And as he, as he brings you this mountain of food and the guy starts walking away, you go, start working on the second plate. Yeah. Hey, hey, carving station. Uh, get, <laughs> start, those knives, bad boy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Brian. Like, that's the thing well, I love. And you know me. 
I'm one of those guys, like when I'm in Vegas, I love the buffet because if you're having a late night, we're partying or me and you go for wings and beers, you have that one meal, you get yourself absolutely cranked. You're just, oh, I can barely move. And then about an hour, you feel great. And then you're good to go the whole day. I love buffets. I've seen it. I've seen it up close and personal. Cam Stewart's the only guy on God's green earth that takes his own Jinsu knives to the buffet. <laughs> I went out. I, I had wings with my buddy. With my buddy the other you're, day. You're going. My, you're, my, you're going through TSA, and they're going, "Sir, what is this knife for?" Well, I mean, I plan on going to a buffet when we land. Yeah, like I got to slow down, even like stop eating cartilage and bone, Brian. But I don't know. When, when I get back to Vegas, uh, we got to go back to that place that you always take me to. You're right. I had sparks flying off those bones. All right, bud. So listen. Hey, there's some news. Camp. We got a little bit of yeah, news. Yeah, go, go ahead. Dish it out. Okay, news, well, man. so yeah, um, basically on Monday, they're going to announce the Hub Cities. Uh, we we kind of knew that. I think Vegas, Brian, I'll get your opinion, probably a lock. Uh, and also the Canadian government, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau said, you know, the, the hockey players aren't going to have to worry about the quarantine. So that's already baked in there. So I, I have a feeling most people think it's going to be Toronto. Toronto and Vegas is the hub cities, but that announcement will be made Monday. It'd be really cool if we had further announcements because, God, I'm jonesing for hockey right now. But I'll tell you this, Brian, so that's going to happen. And from all the people I've talked to, you included, it it seems like Vegas is a mortal lock, but the Eastern Conference will probably go to Vegas and the West would go to Toronto, correct? That's what we think. But, I mean, here in Vegas, some people are saying, uh, well, Sinbin.Vegas, guys that cover stuff out here, say they they've heard from that some players on the Golden Knights were told uh, that they, they could end up playing, may end up staying home and playing at home. I don't know. Honestly, I think that's a horrible idea. It's a horrible, it's just for optics. Well, it's a bad idea. For, right? well, for, like, well, well, for optics, uh, if you want integrity in this thing, I, I don't see how that can be done. And the other thing would be, Cam, listen, it's human nature. If, even if, if it's Toronto's playing at home and, or Vegas is playing at home, I mean, these guys are, then they got to go to a hotel and they're sitting up in the, and looking out their window. And from the 15th floor, they can look out to the mountains and see Summerlin and go, my wife and kids are right over there. You know, I mean, you're yeah, telling me, plan. you're I telling agree. me that, you know, a couple of these guys, these guys know these guys know how to cut curfew when they're on a road to go out and have a good time. You're telling me some of these guys uh you, you wouldn't get an Uber and saw the guy off. You didn't see me and get an Uber to go home and see their their wife and kids for a while. Like what are you going to do? Put an ankle bracelet on all these guys? Yeah, or yeah, or security at every door in the hotel. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do that. The thing I'm saying is and the story came out this way, Brian. They optically they want to do say Vegas was a city, they want to bring the East because they don't even want that thing to be an option. And I agree with them. I, I, it's, it's such a simple thing, right? Like you can't have a Western Conference hub city with Western Conference teams that are in the playoff. And the NHL actually realized that. They said on Monday's announcement, it's, it's preferred that they would go East to West and West to East. And that makes total sense for me. You can't, you can't have players thinking about going to see their wife and kids. That's not cool. I know. And, and then the other side of the thing, and – this is why when we get to how we bet these games, I'm telling you, but there are going to be some teams. Oh, just checking go, out mentally. There you go. This sucks. <laughs> and, 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 no, I mean it. And you're going to see oh, it. You're going to know body language. But but the, the, the one thing I would say, well, oh, the West Coast teams are going east, so they're going to Toronto. But you want the people in the West 
you know, you want the, you know, primetime games in the West. So you're telling me they're dropping the puck at 1030 at night in the Eastern Conference site. And you know what? I'm like, who cares? I mean, this is all they're supposed to be doing. So if, if you walk in there and say, okay, you all fly in there, and round, uh, you know, round one is whatever, Vegas versus Dallas, and you say, game one, it's a 10.30 Eastern puck drop. It's 10.30 at night. Well, okay. Well, then every game they play henceforth is at 10.30. That's your schedule. That's your rhythm. That's your routine. And so be it, because they're not supposed to be doing anything else. I agree with that. That's a that's a very good idea. And I'm I'm also not saying Toronto is guaranteed the hub city. That's that's what what people are talking about, Vegas and Toronto. But I think that is a fantastic idea, right? They have the format to do that, right, Brian? So how many games well, yeah, are they gonna but, play? Well, how many the games are they gonna be... play in a day? They go, You guys are the afternoon game, you're the seven PM well, Eastern right. game, you you're the ten thirty game. Done. You sit there and go, That sucks, right? All these teams gotta play at ten thirty at night. Well no. again again. That's your rhythm. You're in there. This is what you're doing. From This is your new schedule. Okay. So they, they adjust their body clock. Then you sit there and go, well, wait a minute. Now, the West Coast teams or the East Coast teams heading West, you want those games on at 7 Eastern. So now, basically, uh, the other side of the spectrum would be the West Coast teams, the majority of their games are going to be being played late afternoon. Tough. It, you know, that's all they're supposed to be doing. That's your new schedule. I mean, you know, we're all, but there are going to be, Cam, there are going to be just guys that are go, this is a gong show. Get me out of here. Oh, for sure. I, I, that's why I think it, it's going to be very, very vital to pay attention to this thing early. Look at the body language. Look at the effort level. You and I have seen enough hockey to know this team is not taking this like a playoff game. They're, they've already mentally checked out. They gone. They just want to get back home and uh, have sex with their wives. Other guys are going to take it as a, as a challenge, you know, let's win the Stanley Cup in uh, in, a, in a pandemic. Let's grind. Let's do it. Right. I think a lot of the veteran players, too, with the break that they've had, they're going to be refreshed and ready to go. I wouldn't. That's the one thing. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of like older players really have a resurgence during this thing, because it's kind of like their kick at the can, Brian. I, I, I know or, from personal or, experience, like a lot of the time, these guys are going to get a second and third win and they're going to be ready to rock. Or the young up-and-coming team that honestly wasn't going to be in the playoffs and gets an opportunity, I think I think one of these teams that technically has had no business being in could go on a Tootsie Roll. Like Chicago. I don't know who it is. A Chicago, a Montreal. I don't know. I mean, a Montreal, well, I'm not sure know. if they're that good. Like Chicago can beat Edmonton. That's, well, the, here, that's here, the thing. Here, let me throw one out. I'll throw one at you. Because I thought, nice team. Good players starting to trend the right way. They're getting there. I thought they, they'd have fallen short, but talk to me in a couple of years. How about a team like Vancouver? Like being, being, oh, being, yeah. Vancouver's, Vancouver's on, I, I think Vancouver's very, very close to yeah, me. What, what, and, and by the way, Pedersen's been skating for three months. You know, it, it, actually, there's there's a guy to play to Con Smythe. I, I, like, I like Colorado to win the cup. Yep. I mean, if, if, all, if they show up like they care. I mean, McKinnon's low-hanging fruit. I'm playing Landeskog to win to Conn Smythe. He's been skating since March. Yeah, and Vancouver now has the better goaltending, good young players. They have guys with injury that are going to come back, too. I think the Vancouver Canucks are a very scary team. I agree with you 100%. Who they play? Minnesota? Minnesota's got a lot of uh, older guys on the team, but I'll tell you, no, you're right, Brian, and that's the thing. This is the beauty of it. We could take Flyers, Islanders, 
they checked out for a while. Now, this is your second chance. Uh, the Islanders, guys, I, Carolina. I, I didn't like what Rod Brindamore said about Carolina. Oh, this is stupid and stuff. But you know what? Still a very dangerous team that gets back their defensive core. Uh, yeah, like the, I, it, it, we already have Colorado Futures, which is good because we get them at 15 to 1. Now I've looked, I think they're 7 to 1. And it, you'd be, it's ridiculous to do that again. I, I would take a f- couple flyers. We talked about it. The Jets. Hellebuck's the type of guy that could stand on his head and win the whole damn thing himself. No, I know. And, and uh, buddy, I mean, I, I, I played the Islanders at 25 to 1, and I basically taken a big lighter that money. Like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you're, give, you're giving me trots in, in, a, in, a, in a type of game where skill could be late to the party, and you play a simple dump, dump and chase game with defensive structure and a guy like Trotz preparing for the same team over and over. I, you know, that ticket to me was dead and gone. They got yeah, I'd reinvest in it. I've seen the Islanders like 40, 45. Like, you're going to get a crazy number with these guys. Like, it, it's, it's weird. That's the thing, guys. If you're out there, like, recheck these lines. Like, some of these None numbers. None of those numbers. Ex- none of them should have gone up. I none, know. No one that's should what have I, gone That's up. what I'm saying, Brian. But they did. On some sports books, numbers went up. Like, are you kidding me? So, we have this format where everything is absolutely insane. We don't know who's in. Mentally, we don't know who want, thinks this is the stupidest thing. We'll find out. But I'm with you. Like some of these teams that you look at them and go, why are their odds gone up? Like it's, it's something to consider, man. I'm, I'm going to put a couple more teams in my portfolio. And there's, there's this other odd dynamic that in a weird way, you know, team like Vegas is sitting here. Stone, Pacioretty, and Tuck. Those guys were all hurt, right? Yep. Columbus had Jones. But guys that were hurt, because they were hurt, those guys have been on the ice. They've been allowed to be on the ice. Yep. Like a guy, like if, if, if say if Vegas is going to win the con Smythe, I mean, you take a little shot with a patch already or a stone to win the con Smythe uh, because they've been on the ice because they were rehabbing from injury. I they're doing this idiot stuff where they're on the ice and they're just getting back, but they showed stone circling around, you know, just doing a stick handling drill. You know, I'm like, yeah, that, that guy just didn't get back on the ice for the first time in no months. It's like okay, no, I'm with you. I think there's a lot of um, a, a lot of variables in this thing, and this is the time, Brian. It's like we talk about when we do our golf uh, podcast and betting show. You got to sprinkle on a few more guys because this is the type of tournament that you want to have. You know, and it might uh, put a little bit of a dent in the bankroll, but there's so many things that can happen. And I love what you said about Landeskog. A lot of these guys. Uh, you know, Sweden, they're, they're already ahead of the game, some of these Euros, right? They've been working their buns off for months and months and months, while other guys might be up in Muskoka, you know, getting wasted late and, uh, you know, tapping into the keg. Oh, by the way, breaking news. This just just happened? Yes. Uh, let me see. Uh, the Sabres just fired the security guard <laughs> at the loading dock <laughs> at the back entrance to the Key Bank hey, Center. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey, Kim Pagula. Like, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> no. No, the say yeah though the Sabers joke is knock knock who's left yeah yeah knock knock who's left Pagulas I'm gonna tell you something they pro hey you can do what you want with Botterill they were 25th didn't make the playoffs in three years it's not all his fault you know that they dumped some salaries and some deals but God Pagula you promised this guy you weren't gonna do anything and th- and then you you chop his head off there that is so amateur night uh, the Buffalo Sabers franchise has so much bad karma man it's it's unbelievable. I think Botter will deserve better than that, Brian. Well, I, yes. they lied to him. That's all I'm saying. It's like, don't tell a no, guy he's safe and well, then well, get rid of him. Well, what happened was 
they they the draft if it was in June, you know the the minute the draft said well it's at the end of the year they're like we're doing it and the, but the crazy thing is buddy, other teams are looking at what they did yes quote unquote laughing stock by many, but other teams are sitting there going we're bleeding money, and the other six teams that didn't make the playoffs there are people and agents and other people that are saying watch out other teams may have watched what they did and follow suit because of the economics of this thing are a disaster. You know, I, I agree with that. I'm just saying, though, you don't don't even say anything to a guy. Just let it happen. That's well, the, the vote of confidence, Cam. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I, I, don't, but I, don't know, I don't know what you think of the Pakulas, but they, they feel like, like a dark cloud over I, the, to me. I know no, they saved the, the, the Bills I, and Sabres, but God, I, I wish I will, there was somebody else. As crazy as it sounds, I'll defend them to a degree. They got it right with the Bills. The Bills are built now. They, they got are. the they got the right people with the Bills. They, I, 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 you know, a lot of it's garbage. But what they they said, and maybe they want to have their hands in the pie too much. But the people that they they did delegate to, they felt they were sold a bill of goods. But they're still for another week. They're still paying Tim Murray. Now they're paying Bottrell for two years. Now you got Kevin Adams, and let's cut to the chase. The real GM at his team is Ralph Kruger. Oh yeah, it's, and don't kid Kevin yourself. Kevin Adams is a figure. Ralph, he's a figurehead. Let's Ralph call it Kruger what it was the you know, albeit a different thing. He ran a Premier League team in Southampton. Yes, he did. So you know, Kruger's the coach for now. Will transition at some point into the, being the guy that's running this thing. But right now, the GM thing is a two-headed monster. As for Bottrell. I, let's cut to the chase camp. I thought it was a good hire. A lot of people around the league were talking about this guy, talking yep. to this guy. Nightmare camp. He, he played a hand of poker on the Evander Kane deal, waited too long, didn't get a good enough return for that. The the train wreck that was the Ryan O'Reilly trade. Oh, yeah. Then he goes and picks up Froleek at the trade deadline. A guy that can't, you know, he, he needs double runners out there, and he's making $4.5 million. They have overage on the cap to go into next year for the garbage he picked up and then the uh, the straw that broke the camel there were well the straw that broke the camel's back was they they well the skinner contract but but he can't he won't take blame for that Uh, that was ownership yeah i think ownership jammed that down his throat but but he let lawrence pilot go to the khl for nothing when they could have played him last year bogosian never should have been on the ice yeah and and then they, they they stagnate this kid's development then terminate Bogosian's contract anyway. That was a disaster. And then, of course, say what you got to say, but it was only 10 days ago, Jack Eichel comes out and how pissed and frustrated and all this, and they're like, we can't lose this kid. But the problem is, now you put that kid into this play, but well, oh, he's a coach and a GM killer. Man, you brought up some really good points there. You're right, like, this guy's decision-making, and that's the thing, man. The Bergosian thing, that should never happen. You have a player, a young player that you could actually develop. You screw that deal and up. Like on it. top that, of it, Bergosian said he wanted out. Yeah. He said he wanted out, and, and then they terminated him. Well, you could have been playing the other kid, and you wouldn't have lost him. Did he pick up Scandella, too? No, 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 no. That was another great one. He yeah. traded Scandella for a fourth-round pick right. to Montreal, who a yes. month later turns around and gets a second and something <laughs> exactly. else. Like, so, so you can't sit here and say Bottrell <laughs> was sitting there lighting it on fire. It's funny, though. Like, uh, Isn't it amazing the hype that goes into something, too? Like, oh, the next guy. Like, oh, what a genius and stuff. Oh, he's going to be amazing. Yeah, well, oh, until I mean, you get the gig. 
literally, I mean, you know, honest to God, his voicemail or when they when they call the offices, like if, if the pe- person calling in is, is put on hold, the music, it should be the Jaws music playing on a, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, do it. Go ahead, play, do, do, you do the Jaws theme. Hi, Kevin Adams? Hi, this is George McPhee. Uh, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> look, uh, hey, look, I'll give you Alex Tuck and a case of beer for Jack Eichel. Sold. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, these these GMs are gonna like this guy. Yeah, they butchered that Evander Kane. So you're right. This uh, it, it's it's actually a, a road of misery when you think about that. But hey, at least on Monday. Uh, oh, and, then, and then the other one. And then the other one. They didn't know that Pilot was thinking about leaving. How do you not know that? And on top exactly. of it, then, then they were playing it, going to be in Montreal the night it ended. If they'd have beat Montreal, they'd have been in Montreal, have been out. But Carter Hutton went on an 0-12 streak when they were in first place. And then after the fact, at the season's end, Carter Hutton goes, yeah, my left eye was moving slower <laughs> than my right eye. And then they fixed it, and I was good. But in the meantime, the guy went zero and twelve. Exactly, you might want to have a cliff. Like, was, who? Who's the team doctor? Doctor Magoo? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jeez, Andy Cap and, and Mister Magoo. <laughs> I don't know what these. You're yeah, yeah. You're a goaltender with an eye problem. It's a, it's, a, that, it's, a, cool. it's a, it's a bad look when your goaltender's out there wearing a pirate's eye patch. <laughs> yar, yar, yar. <laughs> I saw it, matey. Hey, it is a saber, right? You got the you got the pirate swords there too. It all comes together there, Brian. Unbelievable. Yeah, Hutton after the yeah, I was having a hard time tracking the puck. Oh, yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Minor I, detail if you're. I a got goal. one and a half eyes. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it's it's like it's like the way when I was in, a kid in in uh, went to a Catholic school, and the nuns were you know back then vicious. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. And and, glad, and and you know I'm glad because you know I mean you you learned a lot, but I never forget the uh, I never thought of it this way. Carter Hutton could have been the Monsignor in my parish. The the one day we're sitting in like the second pew in church, me and my buddies, and the Monsignor is like giving the sermon, and he's looking over the other side of church, and we're poking each other, or clowning around, or doing whatever. Yeah, no big deal. Next morning. You, you, you go to the principal's office, and like that was bad news. The 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 principal, the nun was like the penguin in the Blues Brothers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she had the yardstick. Like, get ready. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. yeah. Right. yeah. So we walk in, we're like, what the hell? What we do? Well, here the, the 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 Monsignor was looking to the other side of the church, giving the sermon, but we forgot the guy was the most cross-eyed guy on the planet. Oh, His yeah. head was aiming one a one way, but he was looking at us. And I'm like, Carter Hutton. <laughs> We're such dicks. <laughs> Moderately impressive to be able to turn a life-changing, a scalding moment with a Monsignor and come up with the Carter Hutton analogy, though. Yeah, I mean, it is even, a hockey kids, fighting Kids guy. today don't even know what's going on. Like, back at our, even in my day, like, we used to go to the principal's office, you whip out the ruler and do that. You, you try that on a kid today, you're in jail. We, you know what the beat? It was great sport. Oh, I, you know, producer Mike, he's off. He's off. There they go. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. No, no, no we, we talked a lot you, of hockey in, today in, in, in Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay, it's a two. It's a two pronged story in Pennsylvania. Like the well, the bad thing we did was we threw snowballs at cars. Yeah, who does? Everybody does. Okay, a few so times. my cousins from Maryland come up. We're in Pennsylvania, 
and they come up, and it's one of these days where it snowed the day before, now it's 50 degrees, and the snow is like, snowball, that thing's money, right? And so I'm teaching my cousins, I said, now the real, the, the, what you want to do here is it's not good enough just hitting the car. You want to hit the car with a high-low, right? Car's coming down the street, you, th- you look, you throw the big lob up, yeah, and, and then, then you fire the fastball. So the lob comes down. All right, I, th- th- now that now you're taking it to the next level, right? So I go here. Let me show you. So here's this car coming down. It's like a 50 degree day. I throw the lob up, and then here he comes. And I I fire the bullet. And as it's leaving, I mean, it's coming out of my fingers on the follow through. And I'm like, oh, the guy's driving, right, with the window down, his left arm out on the windshield, and he's smoking a cigar. Right, the lob, bam, hits the hood. The fastball takes the cigar right out of the guy's mouth. This guy chased us for three hours. <laughs> he has breaks, and you guys better get going. No, I'll tell you, like, yeah, I thought actually, I thought the story was going to go. You hit the car, guy spun out, went right through a house. Oh God! I mean, thank, thank <laughs> that God. Could like, if some but, guy, if some kids are pelted me, I might have a heart attack driving up on the curb and oh, go right through somebody's garage. But, but, but then the, the the second part of the snowball story was back to the nuns. Was the one day the one kid in school hit a cab driver or something, and the cabbie came back and ratted the kid out and blah blah blah. <laughs> so, so the principal lines us up in the hallway. It's like Stalag thirteen, right? And we're you know, I know who did it, <laughs> so it'll go easier on you <laughs> if you admit it, right? And we're standing there I'm going, don't do it, don't do it, don't, the, don't do it. And the kid that did it, he takes the step forward. She's got a yardstick in her hand, right? She breaks it right across the kid's cheek. I mean, right it, wow. on, the, on the side of his face, six, five and three quarters, five and a half. <laughs> yep, won't be throwing snowballs at cars around oh, the school yeah. anymore. It's a good, good point. Yeah, no, I had a pretty crazy week too, Brian. Like I fell in the shower. Just, a, just a, a PSA, what? a PSA for everybody out there. Be really careful. Like I, I don't know what ha- I, I was just in the shower. I slipped. Thank God I grabbed myself. Are you all right? Oh, dude, my tailbone has got like bruises like all the way up my back. I got really lucky because I thought I was like, and my neck was killing me. Like, because I guess because you really tense up when you're like, you got to brace yourself. But I'll tell people. Did you get the, the, you did the tailbone thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I landed right on it. I'll tell you guys something, man. When you get older, be real careful in the shower or get those like oh. things like the sandpaper. I'm going to go down to the store and uh, pick those up. You could die in the shower. The stuff you can do to yourself is amazing. Oh, I know. I know. So, I almost, yeah, I, 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 like, Lisa was here. Thank God. Like I could barely move. Like she grabbed me from the shower and got me out. I've been popping like Tylenol threes. It's just getting better now. And that was, like, here, here, you want to, it's on you, Monday, I think. You, it's a hockey. You want a hockey tailbone story? Sure. I mean, are you, are you still, like, are you, I mean, that brings tears to your eyes. That's the most painful thing. When oh, you, it kills. You, yeah. You tell them. All right. So this is, God, how many years ago? Anyway, Tony McKegney. Oh, yeah. Tony McKegney. I like it. Right. Tony, yes. Tony McKegney. He's got a, got a, a, a boat, a small boat. And it's, it's summer and we golfed and we st- we're at his house and we're going to get on a boat and then we're going to go up Niagara River and go out onto the lake and go, I think it was a place called Shooters, I think, whatever. Ooh, sounds good. Shooters, anyway, I like it. So now, so we get on the boat, and we get on the boat, and the thing's like tilted up in the front. Like, the, the thing's going, but the front of the boat's like way up. I go, what's this? He goes, oh, it's, it's you know, the, the weight on the thing screwed up. He goes, go sit up on the front, the little plank at the front of the boat. <laughs> 
So I sit on the thing, and back then I was only 170 pounds. You know, but anyway, sit on the thing, and you bring the thing down. I go, okay. So we're sitting there. Now we're going up Niagara River, and we're coming up to the Peace Bridge. Well, let me tell you something. Lake Erie dumps into that river under the Peace Bridge. The currents oh, are yeah. insane, right? Anyway, he hits he hits some wave or something, and, and the boat goes, the front of the boat goes up. I go up in the air literally about eight feet, <laughs> and I come down with my feet up and my and right on the tailbone. Oh, I could barely walk oh, for I know. two weeks. It's crazy, man. Like, I know. I just, like, sleeping was tough. I just, today, it's just starting to feel better today. I, I, I wouldn't wish that pain upon anybody, but that's great. Tony McKechnie, he's got I go, yeah. <laughs> he's got a faulty I, I, boat. No, if you go in that I'm water, like, you I'm might like, be dead, too. Like, you're I'm right. Like, those currents are lethal. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Skipper, any chance of just putting, like, a cement block up there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to cripple yeah, me? Yeah, you bring a human instead of, instead of a cinder block. <laughs> I said, hey, Tony. I'm going to have a fun day with Tony McEgney. I was nothing more <laughs> <Yeah>. than ballast. <laughs> he was a great guy. Or he is uh, a great guy. I like Tony right. McEgney, too. All right. So, okay, we're good. Yep. Anyway, the I, I maintain this, that the team's, some will treat it markedly different than others, but I really believe it would behoove teams in the round robin to work on stuff. I don't care about winning the round robin, and you're the top seed. You're not getting exactly. a ban- you're not getting a banner. In, in, in yeah, no, you work on it. A, That's a great don't, point. Don't you got time wor- to get things done. Work don't on be things. worried about who you may or may not play. Rotate the twenty eight guys. Get everybody up to speed and be ready when the games matter. So don't, don't be putting all this energy into winning the round robin games. Cam, the only advantage, yes, if you're sitting there, oh, if I'm the top seed in the West, I may play Chicago. Okay. You don't know that. But the reality is the only benefit you get by being the top seed in the round robin is you would get the last change. In game seven. That's the only yep. benefit you get. Very, You're good, man. No, that's, yeah, so you're right, though. Those teams, don't worry about anything else. Come up with some nuances because that's that's how you're going to get it done. Like you, I almost look at those teams, you, you think it has a disadvantage where the other guys have to go in there and bang, 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 and it, it, it's real, right? So it's, it's going to be well, tougher here, for those think, teams. Think Brian. about this. I mean, so like if, if the game really is meaningful, I mean, technically it's meaningful, but and there'll be some guys, some coaches are gonna get. We want to win. We want to win. Blah blah blah. Right. And these guys gonna shorten his bench in the third period to win a round robin game. When I'd be sitting there going, I don't give a damn if we win the game. I'm gonna keep rolling four lines because I want all these guys good to go next week. Exactly. What do I know? Hell on the head, buddy. You see, now COVID Now you're getting smarter. At the start of the show, I was doing okay. Huh? Now you're, you see, it, it all comes back full circle, buddy. What do you think about Sole uh, Volante and uh, the Belmont? Absolutely love tap it to win. You like tap it to win? Uh, that's the horse I have coming second. I I, he, I got that Sole Volante horse at nine to one. He's nine to two now, so I'm already locked and loaded in my on my books. So tap it I'm to good. win. John Velasquez riding against Todd Pletcher. If if Velasquez gets off a Pletcher horse, he's on the live horse. So that horse is better than the two Pletchers and. Uh, his, his two races, 87 buyer, 97 buyer. Third race of the form cycle is a three-year-old. Tis the law is a terrific horse. 
his best buyer is 100. This yeah. horse is on the improve, and he's lone speed. I think this horse gets to the front cam and doesn't look back. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll put it in my box for sure, buddy. Sounds good. All right. So we got that. We got golf. We got uh, the car racing. And we're hoping. So the, uh, the announcement on the Hub Cities, you say, is? Monday. So we'll have it for next week for sure. I'm predicting Toronto, Vegas. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I guess Columbus, Pittsburgh still in the hopper. And somebody, somebody told me they heard. Um, and honestly, it would solve a problem uh, that, that there was an outside chance it would be it could be two West Coast teams. Yeah, I don't even mind that. I think L.A. and Vegas would be smart. L.A.'s not in the thing. It's right there. It's close. Like, but I have no problem with Los because, Angeles. They have the and, hotels. And, and why that would work is that the East comes into Vegas. Vegas isn't playing at home. Yes. And then the Pacific goes to L.A. Exactly. And, plays, and L.A.'s not involved. You are correct. That was my idea, too. I, 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 as a betting man, I'd, I'd throw Los Angeles and Vegas out in uh, two-box exact a box. Except, pay well. except though, uh, you've got Governor Newsom yesterday made the mask thing mandatory. So California's having a another little soiree with this thing. That's the problem, Cam. Yeah. This stuff changes minute to minute. It does. It does. It does. I know. All right, my friend. Uh, so one, listen, the bottom line is um, you're clean. You took a shower. I wouldn't take another one till next Friday, and we'll do this again. It was pretty slick. I think it was the zest soap I was using. It's got more zest. Of on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Really you're not slick. a I, I, I See, I would have thought. I would have thought you'd have been an Irish Spring guy. You know what? I do buy Irish Spring when it's on sale. It's kind of like Pepsi and Coke, as Larry King said. Pepsi's delicious, and so is Coke. Like I like both. I like like both products. I mix. Like I'll, I'll go from Irish Spring, and then I'll go Coast, and then when I got too much like the perfume kind of like Mountain Man smell with like a, I'm coming at, at you with a carving knife in a in the Irish glades. I will take uh, maybe something a little bit softer, and then I go back. I, I'm on a soap rotation. I usually go Irish Spring Coast. Zest, and then I'll buy like an ivory one. The little really things that matter out. in your life, right? If if if, if my wife, if, if if the soap runs out, right? The bar of soap thing runs out, and uh, there's no, and then you know she's got the body soap thing. That's like wait, what a waste of time that is. I hate body soap. That I'm a body bar soap man. thing. No, I'm that's a, ba- a bad a, invention. I, I know people. Lo- people love it. I'm a barman all I'm day, a- all night. <laughs> I call me a loser. Call me old. I love the bar. I hold it in my hand. It gets a yeah. Body well, wash. well, the bar, the bar soap. You, you, you if stuff. if you if you didn't have a bar soap, if you were doing the body soap, yeah, you'd need to wear a helmet and a Kevlar vest <laughs> when you're taking a shower because it makes the bottom of the 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 bottom of the shower like a skating rink. Exactly. Yeah. Think about me. I almost died with zest. What would I do with body wash? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I got to get the hell out of here. I got stuff to do today. Oh, Denver Mike. Our our producer says uh, Cam rotates four soap lines. <laughs> he's still listening. He didn't he didn't stop recording. Of course he did. No, that's the thing. Mike Mike's he, don't 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 think that he's not listening. He he they never know when to cut it out. We'll we'll find out later, I guess, Brian. It's uh, The problem is this thing might end in 11 minutes. <laughs> it, it might have but, or they might just play this and call it the hockey podcast and outtakes. Uh, which they do. No, buddy, you're the best. Have a good weekend. You too, brother. Enjoy enjoy the golf, enjoy everything else and uh hopefully next week Brian will have more news and god, I just can't wait for this 
what, what month are we in now? June? Oh, God, man. I'm just, I'm jonesing. Like, thank God golf's on, but I can't wait for hockey to come back. Ditto. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.